0: Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I am your host, Coach Doreen Letson Reed, certified business coach to confident Christian women coaches. I coach high-performing Christian coaches forty and above how to develop a business blueprint to gain clarity of their specific mission, message, mandate to lay a firm foundation with business structure, services. Product development policies, procedures that builds the business framework and construction so you can overcome fear, shatter misconceptions, increase confidence, and profit by faith in all things business. Confident Women Rise Incubator Podcast is for you to unlock what's inside you in all things business. Imagine a safe place to have candid conversations about all things business as a confident Christian woman coach and CEO. Imagine a safe place to share, connect, grow, build as you unlock what's inside you. A confident Christian woman coach and CEO to clarify your specific mission, message, mandate, mantle to market. Imagine a safe place to learn how to develop a business blueprint, lay a firm foundation with business structure, policies, procedures, service and product development that builds the business framework and construction. Welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I am your host, Coach Doreen Let Lee, certified business coach to confident Christian women coaches. Confident Woman Incubator Podcast is a platform for you, Christian women coaches that desire a safe place to unlock what's inside you, to develop a business blueprint gain clarity of their specific mission, message, mandate, mantle, to market, lay a firm foundation with business structure, policies, procedures, service, product development that builds the business framework and construction to overcome fear, shatter misconceptions, increase confidence and profit by faith in all things business. Welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. Join us each week for these candid conversations to unlock what's inside you in all things business. Well, hello, 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 hello. Good evening and welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I tell you what this has been a phenomenal day we have been doing our book launch for are you lit so many responses and so many wonderful written reviews of the ebook are you lit of course this is a paperback book that i received two weeks ago which is our proof but you ladies and gentlemen have been supporting and supporting the ebook launch and we are so excited and i told you this morning doing our morning break to unlock what's inside you at five o'clock this morning many of you t- tuned in as you was getting ready to go to work and we had some time together and i share with you my personal story about how god took nothing come on now put it in the t- comment y'all know what to do he took nothing To make something. And so you put that in the comment. Everybody, I want you just to be engaged. I want you to be active. Put it in the comment right now. Something, nothing, excuse me, nothing to something. And I told you about my story how I was just a five year old little girl told I could not read and would not read. And to this day, 50 years later, I have never been taught by a human person how to read it was supernatural and no at five I did not teach myself how to read no ma'am and I also went through a 20 year drought trying to get my educational journey completed and God has been so faithful to me great is his faithfulness and today is like no other day where we are doing our book launch. Are you lit? Leader intentionally trailblazing. And I have some amazing co authors with me right now. This is Miss Judith and Miss Dory. Yay! Oh <laughs> Glory be to God. Oh, so excited ladies welcome to confident woman incubator podcast you know this is just we are literally trailblazing we're doing things we've never done before we're mm-hmm. launching things that we thought would never even we only could imagine but you know miss dory and miss judith said, i'll take your imagination and i do exceedingly and abundantly above all oh put that in the chat all that you can imagine. Everybody, write the the uh, word "all" because sometimes when God say "all," we think we are we are boxing Him in to what we think. Oh, it's just going to be this little thing, or this going to be this little thing. But when God say "all," He means all you can imagine mm-hmm. or think. So this is phenomenal. Welcome to Copeland and incubator Podcast. I'm so glad to be with you, ladies, this evening to celebrate your chapters to really hear from you you know what made you write this chapter what made you start this journey uh, uh miss judith i want you just to introduce yourself and we'll go from there
1: good evening everyone my name is judith lawrence and i am from bloomfield connecticut um, um- you would
0: tell us what country you're originally from, because that accent, I can listen to you talk all day. We can just stop talking and let you talk.
1: (laughs) I am originally from Spanish Town, Jamaica, West Indies. (laughs) Yes.
0: Now, I have a surprise for you. My father is West Indian.
1: Oh, nice.
0: (laughs) So my father is Ronaldo Lettsum. I talked about him this morning. And he is originally from a British Virgin Islands. So he is originally from the West Indies. And then when he was 18 years old, he migrated to New York uh, City. And he uh, actually met my mother and they got married. I think she was only 19. I think he was 20. They were very, very young. And so that's how I came to be. (laughs) Awesome. So you are West Indian and I am West Indian. And so you are my sister. Yes, you Mm -hmm. are. Come on now, Ms. Judith, Ms. Doris, she said, she said, how did you find me? Well, this is what I found you because West Indian, no West Indian. Come on, this."
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes.
0: Just wanted to just tell you that little tidbit. Go ahead and continue.
1: (laughs) Okay, so. My chapter in the book is about overcoming the obstacles of domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Um, I decided to do this chapter because of the circumstances that I found myself in. And I was in a relationship that was not a happy one. So, you know, there were many obstacles in my way and it was not easy to overcome them but because you know i am i strongly believe in christ he's you know he's the one who took me through all the obstacles that i went through and i know that i am a mentor for women you know who are in this situation of domestic violence Mm-hmm. Oh, I was able to get out of the situation. I am not saying it was easy, but it was not easy for me by no means. But because of my strong faith and of s- strong spiritual and praying, I was able to stand the course of my purpose.
2: Amen. Yes.
1: Amen.
0: Now, I'm going to read you a little bit of Miss Judith's chapter. This chapter is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You got to get the ebook to read it all now. I'm just going to give you a snippet. I'm going to give you a taste because the Bible says taste and see that he's good, right? He yes. said, if you taste me. You're going to want more. It's like that mm-hmm. finger licking good chicken. You're going to want some more, right?
2: Amen. Yes.
0: So I'm going to read a little bit. Now, Miss Dory, I'm telling you, the title itself, it blows you away. Mm-hmm. Overcoming Obstacles Triumphantly. Tri- yes. Triumphantly. Yes. Triumphantly. That means it's a done D.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I go
0: over, never, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That chapter, you know, just let's talk about the title yes overcome you know triumphantly i love that word and uh you know i am uh, miss judith's coach and so we were talking and i was like well what is it that really want to say and then she began to use the word triumphant miss judith talk about that moment when you made a decision that yes we're gonna we're gonna title this chapter overcoming obstacles triumphantly Mm -hmm. What was that like for you when you really honed in on that word?
1: Yes, triumphantly is a word that means you are going to overcome. It does not matter what is the obstacles that might be in your way, Mm -hmm. the obstacles that you see, but we are going over, not under. That's right. Triumphantly.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, now that's fire right there, Miss Dory. It it what, do you, what do you think, Miss Dory, when you hear that word? Because you yourself have encountered years of mm-hmm. domestic violence, and you talked about that um, in our other book, Confident Women Rise. And then you know wh- but what do you when you hear that word triumphant as a woman that has really done just that over specifically d- domestic violence, how does it make you feel when you hear that word triumphantly?
2: It it makes me feel wonderful. It makes me feel that you have, it, it's like you have paraded this, that you have um, uh, 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 overcome this as a, a, a woman of uh, power. It makes me think of power. And that you have taken your power back, and that no one can take this from you ever again. You are a winner. You are a winner. You will never be in that position ever again. That's what it makes me feel um, uh, proud, parading. You know, you are parading this, you are uh, uh, showing this up front. You are not afraid. You are not afraid to tell anyone what you have been through what you have overcome and that they can overcome it too triumphantly wow oh my gosh
0: that is such a powerful
2: yeah. word
0: and you know coach judith is um in the program to right now continue to build her confidence and to continue to prepare herself to reach other women that are in or have been in domestic violence Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that we always talk about is just overcoming. Mm -hmm. Oh, you constantly have to constantly. It's like a constant theme. And I Mm -hmm. think for the book, Are You Lit? A Leader Intentionally Trailblazing. When you say, Mm -hmm. ladies, that that is a character trait of a leader, that is going where no one has gone before, uh-huh. they're going to need these type of character traits. What, what mm-hmm. do you think, uh, Miss Judith?
1: Um, could you repeat it again? You said-
0: What What do you think about that, that this is just a character trait that women or are, are leaders in themselves are going to need to know that you have to overcome? in order to trailblaze, you have to go where no one has gone before. So in Mm -hmm. your mind, you've got to know that you have already triumphed. You have already done it triumphantly. So what do you think about that thought?
1: Well, it's like you have to experience it yourself to Mm -hmm. know that when you get over the other side, you are going be triumphant for all the things that you undergo, all the things that you have to overcome to get to that um, threshold.
0: Yes, and Miss Dory, what would you like to add when you thought when you think about that? As far as you know, because the book is really so unique. It has mm-hmm. all of these Christian coaching businesses, all of these women from a, and then we have a gentleman's perspective. It's about kingdom advancement. It's about Mm -hmm. business advancement. It's about trailblazing, which is advancement. Mm -hmm. And all of these things are significant for a leader that makes a decision to go forward intentionally. You're not going to always feel like doing everything. Yeah. You're not going to always feel like showing up. You're not going to always feel adequate. It's not a feeling. It's something you have to do with intention. So when you, and then it has to be a, an intentional mindset that I triumph in and through and by Christ Jesus that it literally has absolutely nothing to do with me. So mm-hmm. as far as the book, are you lit and, and these character traits, what would you have to say to us tonight, Miss
2: Dory? I would have to say that um, this is something that you have to do, uh, knowing that the Holy Spirit is guiding and leading you. You can't do this in and of yourself because it's overwhelming. But when you have that spirit of Christ, that when you say triumphant, it makes me think of... Of, of Christ coming uh, back, the power, you know, that, that you have, you have to know that this is something that um, you are giving, you, you are giving the power to be able to do. And that you're not, it is not your power. It is not you moving um, this on yourself. It is that you are being guided and directed. You have been called to do this and you have to do it. Whether you are afraid, you have to do it afraid. You have to go forth afraid. You have to the triumphant is trailblazing, is you are cutting away and making a path so that others can come behind you. And they won't have this difficult time that you had because you are trailblazing you are leading the way you are making a way and you are coming in triumphantly you are coming in and they can look up and see that they don't have to go through these rough patches they can come out and they can come on this path that you already cut you already cut this path and it makes it easier uh, for them it makes them lets them know that there is someone who has gone on before them and has prepared the way and and you prepared the way. You're letting them know, girl, I came out of this. I was able to walk out of this And, and you said it, you said it was with Christ. You know, I was in domestic violence situation. I had to take it all the way to almost dying. But in that place, I called on Jesus and I was not living a life that you would say, girl, I wouldn't go to church every week. I wasn't, I was living a wild life, but I had already, my, my foundation had been laid. My foundation had been laid and I called on Jesus. And he said, this thing will not kill you. So no matter what it looks like, no matter no matter what people are saying, this thing will not kill you. And I'm here today because that thing didn't kill me. That thing didn't kill me, but you have to, you have to be intentional. You have to, to walk knowing you can't give up. This is not a, this is not a a fight for the weak. You know, this, this is, this is not a fight for someone who's going to lay down. And, and I just spent this, this whole year, uh, battling depression and anxiety with, with my friend Doreen praying for me, um, Every time she called me, I pulled a cover over my head. I said, I can't do this. I can't do this. This is too much for me. But Christ, (laughs) he makes a way for you. But Christ, there's a call on your life. And when there's a call on your life, you cannot deny it. You cannot deny it. No matter which way you go, you're going to walk into that calling. So no matter how far you run, boom, you're going to walk into that calling. So it's like Jonah. (laughs) It's like Jonah going in the well, being in the well for three days. You can run, but you're going to have to make a decision to come back. Do you want to stay in this well and stink and die? Or are you going to come out and go forth and do what God has called you to do? And triumphantly, that word that you used, you had to go through fear. You had to step out. You had to leave behind you had to intentionally put on your heart that that is not a life you want to live anymore. There's another life for you. So if you have to go out with whatever's on your back and just keep walking, you're going to keep walking because God has a plan for you. Yeah. You know, I, absolutely, you are I, it.
0: I absolutely had to make a decision. As I said, at 20, 20 years, educational mm-hmm. journey, I kept, failing and dropping out of college and just excuse after excuse didn't have a car Walking to school college at night um working third shift have raising a daughter as a single mother you know uh, in a domestic violence situation myself you know it just was w- afraid of math i was i had a mm-hmm. i had a paranoia uh mm-hmm. because i knew i could not do the algebra i wouldn't Back when I went to school, you weren't required to do that. You only had to do general math. And I barely got through that. So, you know, yeah, was, to this day, I don't mess with math. It's just and then when God, when, when I'm in a strategy session with my ultimate businessman, he says, OK, let's crunch these numbers. I'm like. Okay, we're going to crunch numbers now. Okay, and he's like whipping it out. I'm like, okay, get the pen. Get, I got color pens here because he works with me with color pens. Yeah, I've got them right here because this is what we have to do because I'm in business, right? So <laughs> it's a trip, right? Because he already know I got to break this down to as very bite-sized pieces as possible. That's right. But fine. you have to do it. You ha- It's like you said, it's a mandate. It's compelling mm-hmm. you to Mm -hmm. go forward so most definitely get the book ebook and go to miss judith chapter here it's on page 62 overcoming obstacles triumphantly and now miss dory is going to share her chapter now miss dory you're not just a survivor and victorious and triumphant (laughs) over you know domestic violence you are triumphant over breast cancer so that is what your chapter is about because your platform that you are still currently building but you just wanted to let people know this is who i am this Mm -hmm. is what is in my heart and this is what i endeavor to do by the grace of god as a nurse navigator Mm -hmm. to help other women in that stage three breast cancer where they feel like it's they're hopeless they're being given misinformation they're being given a death sentence. They ha- their spiritual foundation may or may not be shaken. Tell us about that experience and what brought you to the place of making the decision. I have something to give. I can use my 10 plus years as a registered nurse, as a traveled nurse, to help these women navigate through the medical system and navigate with their families to victory.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Being diagnosed with cancer is a blow to your body. It's a blow. It is. um, I believe that God promised me that I would not have to go through this and boom, there I was. And um, it would take me a while to realize that they found um, this cancer before it would become uh, stage four and inoperable, Um, that it was a miracle within itself uh, when i went for my um mammogram that they gave me um a different type of mammogram that uh showed up this spot this And what this. type
0: was that that needed to show up? Let's get um, some education <laughs> in here as well. I want you to uh, break mind, that down. Uh, what kind was that, Miss Dory?
2: Um i had a Doreen, you know, i just had a brain fart. Please guys forgive me.
0: Okay, but there are different kinds of mammograms yes. for women yes. that are so it's it's like is it like a general one that everybody gets, and then there's tier, um, there are different tiers or strengths. How right. does that how if does that work?
2: To, um, they wanted to give me. I, I can't believe that that this thing just. Um, God help, me Holy, uh, we'll help okay. me, Holy Spirit. We'll come back to that. Help me, Holy Spirit. We'll come back to that. Um, but going through the process of uh, breast cancer, going through the process of uh, the biopsies, going, going through that process is painful. It is degrading, um, humiliating. It really is. Um, the things that it is painful. Um, but coming, coming through it is what we, you know, coming, coming through this, um, uh, you not only overcome, you are victorious. You, you come through and you're victorious and you realize that there is a call on your life to do something. Um, uh, you can't just continue the way that you were before. There's got to be something more because you have defeated death. Um, you have defeated, there are people who have got this sentence and they did not come through like you. So they there is something else that you must do and and a lot of times you don't know exactly what it is because I didn't and I thought it was um oh I'm going to uh 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 work on a, a oncology floor you know I'm going to uh, give chemo to patience And, and I went through that whole process and it, w- it wasn't it, you know, that wasn't it. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what, what is it? What are you calling me for? This is what I want to do. This is my passion. And, but that was not what he called me to do. He just allowed me, he allowed me to do it because it was something I wanted, but that is not what he called me to do. And, um, I would go through and go back to being a travel nurse and, and end up where I am in Arizona to have um, my friend call me one day and say, hey, this is what I need you to do. And I'm like, girl, no, the Lord just called me away from my job. Um, I have not been working for eight months. And now I'm going back and you're trying to tell me that today is the day, you know, my worst day in my life, I thought. <laughs> And you're telling me that you want me to speak to people. And I'm like.
0: Yes. God. That was the day that God
2: told me to call you. It now, was September 13th. I'm going to yes. tell you. It was a Friday the 13th. And I will not forget it. September the 13th, um, 20. No, it wasn't even 2020. It was 2019. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. 2019, September 13th, <laughs> Friday, the 13th of 2019. The worst day in my life. I lay down, pull the colors over my head. And my friend calls me and tells me, hey, the Lord <laughs> called, told me to call you because this is what he wants you to do. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Literally, because you spoke that day. You spoke to hundreds. Yeah,
0: that was that day we I think what we had over a hundred and twenty-five, almost fifty people mm-hmm. at Northeastern Technical College. Yes. Where where you That's graduated? Stay, right? Yeah, where you graduated from? Yes. And so, Miss Judith, you know, when we get called on in the worst time possible, we think God is saying, "Okay, I want you to do this." Has that ever happened to you before, Miss Judith?
1: Yes. Of course.
0: <laughs> what was that like for you? What What did you do? <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm thinking to myself, why me? Why me? You know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But it keeps knocking at my door. And I said, well, I mm-hmm. have to get up. You have to do it. You have to go at it. It doesn't matter how you try. Pass it off. Ignore it. Once it's your calling you have to get it done Mm -hmm.
0: and guess what miss dory when i called miss judith (laughs) god Mm -hmm. this is how god uses me i i I, i'm not going to explain it away i'm not going to apologize for it i am what i am by the grace of god the anointing of god is upon my life to do what i do so when i called miss judith i do not know miss judith from nowhere Mm -hmm. i just i i literally call her and i say this is what I'm hearing for you to do <laughs> and in the midst of this uh, she was taking care of her mother who also mm-hmm. uh, was diagnosed with cancer and has gone to be with the Lord so she was taking care at that time she went, We we mm-hmm. went through this process together so first mm-hmm. when I met her she was her mom was fine and then she found out her mother had the cancer, and then she had to go take care of her mother, and then her mother mm-hmm. passed, and then she had to go back home. So it's been a long process. That's I've been Miss <laughs> yeah. Judith and I have been on this process together. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, Lord, I'm gonna I'm going to release you to do what you do. And if you want her to work with me, you'll have her to call me back. Mm-hmm. So lo and behold, Miss Judith says, What do I have to do to get this going? <laughs> Amen,
2: Amen.
0: She literally, Miss Doris, she literally texted on my phone. Mm-hmm. She's like, What do I have to do to get this going?
1: <laughs> Amen. Like,
0: God would not let her, mm-hmm. would not leave her alone. Is this, am I not telling the truth, mm-hmm.
2: Judah? You are telling the truth. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like a fire shut up in your bones. And it's a 3D mammogram, Doreen.
0: It's a 3D, okay. 3D
2: mammogram. 3D now, mammogram.
0: Can any woman get that or you have to oh, like
2: yeah. meet, uh, meet yeah. certain
0: yeah. criterias?
2: Um, I, I think that it was, um they're doing the mammograms, but I think that, I, I guess it was the criteria when I was, I was talking to her. And um, because I had had uh, surgery, they had removed some cysts from my breast years ago. And so I told I said, oh, well, this is going to show up. So and so it shows up every year. And as a travel nurse, I went to different centers or wherever I was, but I kept it all together so I could tell you um, this is where I went so they could send it to the next place and send it so they could see from years, you know, the different and changes um, in my breast. And she says, um, you know what? Uh, I think we're going to do a 3D mammogram on you. And I was like, what is that? She said, it just shows the different um, depth. You know, it, it just, it looks at the whole um, breast as a whole instead of in pieces, you know? Um, and I was like, okay, but it didn't feel any different. It's the same test to me, but it's a different way that they're looking at it, you know? And that's how they saw it. Amazing. That's how they saw it.
0: So you know what? I love how your chapter is compassionate choice with your voice. Mm-hmm. You got to get this ebook, ladies and gentlemen. You got to read this ebook. Compass such a beautiful, just a, such a beautiful statement that you have a choice. Mm-hmm. You can raise your voice, compassionate choice with your voice. It's on page fifty-seven. Dory Kyler, Nurse Navigator, talk to me a little bit about that title of your chapter, compassionate, just compassionate choice with your voice, not somebody else, but your voice. Talk to me a little yeah. bit about that. That's powerful.
2: Um, the uh, compassionate choice is is having uh, using your voice. Most of the time, uh, as women, we dumb down our voice. We get married and. Uh, we, we no longer speak for ourselves. We speak from a place of marriage, my husband, this, and there's nothing wrong with that when, as long as you don't lose who you are because God didn't call us to lose who we are. He didn't call us to get married and, and then minimize who we are. But when we have come from a place of domestic violence, we tend to not um, speak up. We tend to lose who we are. And um, when I was in that burn unit, the compassion that these nurses had, the the way that they spoke up for me, the way that um, they didn't make me feel like a victim. And I knew at that point that there was going to be a place in time where I would have to speak up and give other women the opportunity um, to, to raise their voice, to become to come out of the shadow, to come out from behind, you know, to come out from up under. And um, and and that was my decision. And even now at work, I just believe that you have to speak up for yourself. It, it is amazing that even as nurses and coming through everything we come through, we come to a job where we don't speak up for ourselves. We speak up for our patients. But we don't speak up for ourselves Ms. you Story, know
0: um, can I can I just interrupt right here I'm just mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna interrupt right here I'm gonna shift the narrative why okay, is no it? Problem. why is it that when we do speak up for ourselves especially as black Afri- black women mm-hmm. we are told that we're unruly we're mm-hmm. disrespectful you're rebellious mm-hmm we, we are made, we're minimized, we're marginalized, we're mishandled, we're mistreated. Mm-hmm. When we are simply, literally advocating for ourselves. When, when a different ethnic group mm-hmm. does the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. it's considered oh you're your self advocate you're per, you're, right. you're you're promo- promoting you're, yourself you're promoting yourself you're mm-hmm. you're being um you know you're being careful with your health but when mm-hmm. it comes to a black woman mm-hmm. then there is a problem i just got to go there today i'm going i'm gonna mm-hmm. go here today because i am totally baffled i i was i i take care of my husband i run his business mm-hmm. lord help me I run my business, and I run my grandchildren's stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I, it's like you know, I'm the designated person. Mm-hmm. And so I'm taking care of business on the phone, and I'm like, I'm trying to get you straight because you don't have my stuff straight. And I know what no. I'm talk, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. I, I am. I, I. This is business. I know business, and I'm telling them. And the Lord said, stop talking because she's not going to admit that she's wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now they're wrong. Mm-hmm. But the day of saying, I apologize to the customer is over. The mm-hmm. day of saying, how can I I apologize? We we made an error. How can I serve you? Is It seems to be over. And when you are a black woman, the persona is you're just angry don't come in here acting like that we Mm -hmm. don't want you here no more but when another ethnic group does it even in health even in Mm -hmm. business wherever you are there is a problem and i don't Mm -hmm. get it
2: it is um you know Mm -hmm. it is it's the way of the world you know it is the way of the world
0: um, help me understand because you're the oldest one here Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure God has given you because you've worked a very long time in various environments,
2: various you, environments.
0: You, you, you do people. That's what you're called to mm-hmm. do. So help mm-hmm. me as a young lady coming along, help you help Judith and I understand this. How do we combat this? How do we respond to this injustice? Cause it's simple injustice.
2: It is. But, um, you know, even I, I have to formulate my words, my wording, um, so that I am not coming out as overbearing, but getting my point across. Um, you have to, you have to be aware of your audience, the people that the environment you have to be aware of. And, um, uh, and no matter what, always pray before you speak because the lord will give you the right words to use you know um and being uh, getting your voice back and being compassionate does not mean overriding someone else because you now have your voice it's reaching back and pulling someone else up and giving them the opportunity to have their voice but also teaching them how to use their words you know we have words words are powerful and we have to learn how to use our words. We don't have to use profanity to get our point across. We don't have to become somebody else to get our point across. We are intelligent women. We have, we have a wealth, a wealth of uh, uh, of knowledge within ourselves. And to never dumb it down, never dumb it down, and never back down. But to always respect yourself in everything that you do, do you you know? So when you are walking, you don't have to be like um, uh, that person who's using the language that mm, you know is not what you need to be using in this situation. And and I don't know about you, but when you come through, you come through school and you graduate and you go to another higher level of education, you learn new words. Don't use your words be be respectful of yourself never ever disrespect yourself because if you don't disrespect yourself you won't disrespect anybody else now remember that they have to they they have the the power to take your words it's up to them it's just like it's up to them to receive your words but i believe that the lord gives us grace he gives us um they say at my job dory you can say something to somebody that we can't say and i have to think about it for a few minutes and i'm like huh. and my patients say you are so kind you are so and i know it's god you know because me and myself i ain't kind you know me and myself it's the spirit you know but if you use the words that he gives you if you if you walk in the way that he has called you to walk, you will be triumphant. You will be a trailblazer, and Absolutely. Um, yes, Absolutely. yes, um, Absolutely. as 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 women of color, we don't just have to overcome other different ethnic groups. We have to overcome our own ethnic groups. You know, we have to come out because there there is a, a culture that we live in that says that there is a place that we we are supposed to stay. And in mm-hmm. and, and trying not to disrespect the places where we come from, we, we have to pull and we have to use our voice. We have to get our voice back and ask mm-hmm. God, how do we do it in the same way that women of the Bible did it? How how did Deborah do it? How do I become a soldier? How do I step up and do this thing that they say that I'm not supposed to do, but nobody else is doing it and it needs to be done? Yeah, this is
0: really good. I just encourage you get this ebook. Are you lit? That is the question. Are you a leader intentionally trailblazing, or are you going to continue to make excuses? It's just that simple. Miss uh, Judith, uh, I, we want you to just close us out with your final words. What is it that you want the readers to know about the book?
1: Well, I want them to know. You know, my story and um, eventually women that I'm going to be coaching, mm-hmm. they are going to learn from me the, the, the things that I use to get over domestic violence
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, you know, the obstacles that I had to go past. To get, you know, over the domestic violence that I faced and I saw and I, I grew up and even went through it myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and and you know, that's the beauty of God. He says when he brings us out, he wants other people to see his power through mm-hmm. us, and then that's how he's glorified. So most definitely get this ebook we have had an amazing discussion ladies i appreciate you all so much allowing me to be your coach allowing uh, me to uh publisher uh well help you write your chapter our publisher is courageous woman magazine but mm-hmm. thank you for this opportunity to work with you and to this has just been an honor this has really been an honor and so i am just so grateful uh to be called your coach it's just it's just amazing mm-hmm. and then miss dory calls me her friend and her coach so (laughs) because we've been together 20 years she she Mm -hmm. was there when my son was born so Mm -hmm. he's he's 20 he's 21 so Mm -hmm. we've been together we've been together a minute miss judith and Mm -hmm. so now miss judith has found out that i'm west indian and she's west yes. indian so now we just got it going off
2: oh, well, making my mouth water for some <laughs> west indian food
0: yeah well i you <laughs> know i believe that to Judo, i stick to the soul food that's what i cook <laughs> <laughs> I, believe that to <laughs> I don't want to i don't want to mess my stomach up re- you're
2: going to have to reach back into your other roots i know and, right uh, and, and pull up Pull up some of that culture, right? You yeah, right. And get it. Yes, you know, yeah I feel some jerk chicken coming on. Uh-oh, something.
0: uh-oh. <laughs> well, we thank you everyone for watching Confident Woman Incubator podcast. And you know what to do, ladies. Go ahead and drop yes. it in the comment. Hashtag oh the Confident Woman. We see you next week. Imagine a safe place to have candid conversations about all things business as a confident Christian woman coach and CEO. Imagine a safe place to share, connect, grow, build as you unlock what's inside you. A confident Christian woman coach and CEO to clarify your specific mission, message, mandate, mantle to market. Imagine a safe place to learn how to develop a business blueprint, lay a firm foundation with business structure, policies, procedures, service and product development that builds the business framework and construction. Welcome. The Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I am your host, Coach Doreen Let's certified business coach to confident Christian women coaches. Confident Woman Incubator Podcast is a platform for you, Christian women coaches that desire a safe place to unlock what's inside you, to develop a business blueprint, gain clarity of their specific mission, message, mandate, mantle, to market, lay a firm foundation with business structure, policies, procedures, service, product development that builds the business framework and construction to overcome fear, shatter misconceptions, increase confidence and profit by faith in all things business. Welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. Join us each week for these candid conversations to unlock what's inside you in all things business.